successful, the word in general, when it's tied to your career or your life, there's a very standard vision of what that looks like. You have a job, you climb the rungs of that job, you reach a certain point, you get the clout, you make the money, and then what? There's this very typical stepping stone, I guess, of a career that is defined as successful. How do we want to feel at the end of the day? And that question is at the root of what does successful mean for me? And I think we want to ask that question of everybody. Welcome to Successful, the podcast, a show about the stories of women redefining success. We're your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Natalie. Like you, we're two career women figuring out the meaning of success. In each episode, we bring you our stories and the stories of other women who are redefining success in life, in work, and on their own terms. Hey, Carla. Hello there. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. It's good to see you, Natalie. It's good to good chat. To see you. I know. This is our very first episode. It is of our podcast. It's exciting, and I'm also a little nervous because I am too. It's the first. There's like a little bit of pressure. <laughs> Which no there pressure. Be. There's no. There's no pressure. But it's like it's the first. You know, it feels mm-hmm. big. It's special. It is. It is special, just for you and me, and yeah. you know our our moms and our partners who will listen to this. <laughs> just hey, kidding. hey! In a few weeks, maybe months, maybe years, people will. Yeah, lots of people will come back. All you lovely people will be hearing yeah. this. Yeah, thank you, by the way, for listening to whoever's out there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us on our very first show. Yeah. So, you and I know each other pretty well. Yes. So. For the people that will be listening to this, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, Carla? Sure. I can do that. So I am Carla, and I am currently sitting in my little RV that I live in. It's actually a trailer, a camper. It's 84 square feet. It's tiny. And it's a big part of who I am because it's what I do every day, which is travel all over the United States with my husband and two dogs. We've been on the road as full-time RV nomads for over two years. Uh, Originally, we started in Dallas. And Dallas is, uh, that's where I spent most of my, the majority of my career uh, working in in corporate. Uh, When I worked in corporate, I worked in really in the people space and talent and organization, change management, um, primarily in the management consulting world. And it was such a great journey. But a year ago, I decided that it was time to go off on my own. And so I launched my coaching company. um, And I work primarily with women, uh, career-driven women, to help them get past the fear and live their best lives, live joyful, fulfilled lives. Um, So that's what I do now and who I am now, which is a coach. It's been such an amazing journey. But my roots are in the corporate world. Um, and I'm also originally from Mexico. I was born in Mexico City and grew up all throughout Mexico. My mom is American, so I grew up speaking both English and Spanish. Very lucky. Um, and yeah, and then went to 
college in New York. And anyway, I could get, go on to all the details, but the big things you need to know, I'm a proud Mexican-American. I love to cook Mexican food. That's pretty important. I love to eat Mexican food as well. And I have two dogs named Brisket and Lolis. And I have an amazing, amazing husband and partner and best friend whose name is Noah. And I'm an RV nomad running a full-time coaching business on the road. Yeah. You have the coolest life. (laughs) It's way cooler now than it used to be. I mean, I I used to live in a little apartment, concrete jungle. And that was a pretty cool life you know, when it, while it lasted, like I appreciated so much about that life, but then I just got very, uh, got itchy feet and needed to get out and yeah, know, just travel. So you guys are true nomads. I love it. We are, we're what you call, you know, digital nomads, that buzzword. We truly are. The most important thing that we always are looking for is cell signal wherever we go. <laughs> Because we both work full time, you know, I run my business. My husband also works full time. He's on calls with teams in India a lot. And so he needs good, reliable signals. So that's priority number one, wherever we go. And then the views. But it still, it still takes you to just the most amazing places. It does. Currently, I'm sitting at a Walmart that is not amazing. (laughs) You know, you take what you can get, right? But (laughs) it's because there's good signal here and we're on our way to some mountains in Washington where we won't have as great signal, but we'll have the views. So it's a give and take. Yeah. It's a give and take. It's okay. Yeah. No no one needs to know. No one needs to know. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I don't share widely that sometimes we sleep in Walmarts. It's not very glamorous, but sometimes it's just part of it. It's part of it, right? It's part of the adventure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are the coolest. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> tell tell our listeners about you. I've loved getting to know you and learn about Aww. your life. But share about all share, share a little bit about all the amazing things that you are and that you do with our listeners. Well, my name is Natalie, and I still work at the company that you used to work for <laughs> in management company, consulting. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's actually where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, many years ago at this point, which is also crazy to think about. But that whole time I've been living in Dallas and traveling a ton for work. Just, you know, we're in the pandemic right now. So it's been almost two years, which I can't believe. But for about four years there, I was traveling pretty much every week for work and kind of am afflicted by the same thing that you have. I get that itchy feet. I um I love exploring. I love traveling and going places and it's always been a big part of who I am and what I do. I actually convinced my parents to let me go live in Mexico yes. when I was a teenager. Yeah. Cool. So I was like, I just need to get out of here. <laughs> so that's defined a lot of my life. I feel like the the traveling and the need to to go and see other places, but lately um with the pandemic, I mean, we've been forced to stay home. And so we bought a home. So I have a home with my fiance and our pets. We've got two dogs and a recent addition of a cat, which is very new for us. He's very sweet. <laughs> um, but it's been really nice to to kind of slow down a bit and start to put roots down here in Dallas, even though I've technically been living here for like almost six years. Um, But yeah, we love 
rock climbing. And we were just talking before this episode about um, the built-ins in my office. We design and build furniture together for our house just now. Um, Maybe it will expand in the future, but we're both- she and her husband are the Chip and Joanna of furniture. Yeah. She designed Maybe one day. this built-in <laughs> and her husband built it and it, it is gorgeous. Just it's, gorgeous. It's amazing. He did such a good job. Um, you both did. Really oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> but we're definitely, um, I don't know, people have described us as kind of like modern Amish people. Uh, I could <laughs> see that. Because yeah. we love to build things and, you know, I sew which is such an old lady hobby, but I love it. I make my own clothes. We love to garden. Um, We're very earthy people. (laughs) But I also work in the corporate world. So it's, you know, being able to balance those two sides of myself, um, which is always the fun journey. You're also a yoga teacher, which is a big part of how you spend your time, which Mm -hmm. is not very Amish. True. At all. Yeah. No, there are sides of me that aren't very Amish. I'm very (laughs) open-minded. But yeah, we, you and I both got our certifications around the same time, just by happenstance. Um, Yeah. So we're both teachers. Yeah. And And I I teach once a week. I have no doubt that yoga, I mean, yoga for us has been not just a physical practice. Mm -hmm. I think that we've both throughout our own trainings have learned a lot about ourselves and a lot about humanity and, you know, what it means to be authentic and, and exploring concepts like love and, you know, really deep yeah. stuff. And deep so stuff. I very know spiritual. That, yeah. Yeah. Very spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I have no doubt that that it's going to be a big part of our conversations as we yeah. move forward. With I mean, this, you can't ignore it. I don't think you can ignore it. Yeah. It's um yeah. I love the way you put that. It's, it's woven into everything that we do. And it's one of the reasons why we wanted to start this podcast. Yes, which leads me to a question for you, Natalie, because okay. I remember so clearly the day that you and I said we were going to do a podcast t- together. I know uh-huh. exactly where we were, what we were eating. Like it's such mm-hmm. a clear day in my mind, a really special moment. But I'd love to hear your story. Like, how, what led you? To that day, say, Carla, I feel like we should do a podcast together. <laughs> what Walk indeed? Us what happened? Yes. <laughs> what was going through your well, mind in your life? Um. So at that point in time, I was getting ready to take a break from work, and I had a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish on that break, and I didn't know where to put all of this information that I have in my head about all of the experiences I've gathered in this crazy job, all of the things that I've endured in the last almost six years. And I just knew in that moment when we were sitting there at that restaurant, I was like, I know that Carla would be the absolute perfect partner in this because she was in this world for much longer (laughs) than I have been at this point in time. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, a little bit little bit. And we always have the best conversations about work and about the struggles that we've encountered in work. And I just knew in that moment, I was like, Carla is the perfect person to pitch this idea to because I've had this idea rolling around in my head about, you know, how, 
would I be able to talk to the younger me and tell her all of the advice that I needed to hear in those really trying moments, those totally unexpected situations that just inevitably come up as you enter the work world that no amount of training can prepare you for. So all of those things that we've talked about in the past, like, you know, encountering sexual harassment and how to deal with really difficult people who put you down and doubting yourself and your path, all of these things that I know I've encountered and I definitely needed somebody during those times to talk to and didn't really have any resources to go to to ask those questions. And that's really at the core of my why is to help other people, especially women, see that you're not alone in the things that you go through at work. There is a way through it. And there's also ways to make it work for you. And that you don't always have to take the defined path that mm-hmm. is laid out for so many of us. Oh, you're so wise. Uh, well, <laughs> really? with three mental breakdowns in there, you know, it's just. <laughs> oh, man. But you're real. You know, that's what I love about you. Um, when you said, you know, how how do I, I if I could have told myself, I don't, you worded it much, much more beautifully, but, you know, like this. <laughs> if I could have talked to myself when I was younger, like what are the things that I would have said, um, you know, just really speaks deeply to me because that's not possible. Right. But no, but it's important to, to, like you said, to like, to spread the message and to, to let others know that we're all figuring it out. You know, we're all muddling through the messiness of what it means to have a career and what it means to figure out who you are and what you, your purpose is, right? Like that's, those are really deep things that we're all in this journey of life to discover. Um, and it's important that we don't do it alone. So absolutely. Yeah. And all of these things happen simultaneously too. So it can be really overwhelming and you have been such a godsend for me in a lot of those moments, um, as my mentor, when I was starting out and we would talk like weekly about various work things and life things. And, um, you were so important and you were like having this podcast for myself essentially when I was, when I was going through those times, (laughs) but you also, you've also had some Amazing experiences, some trying experiences during your career. What made you say yes to my pitch? <laughs> it's a great pitch, by the way. Of you, you want to start a podcast? <laughs> yes. You know, when I think back on my career, there were definitely a lot of wonderful moments, and like you said, there's you know, there's also been some trying moments. Moments where I've had a lot of self doubt moments where I've had a lot of fear, where I've had a lot of these ideas of not being good enough, or, you know, am I going to disappoint myself, other people? Am I going to make enough money? Like, just so many thoughts that at the end of the day stem from from fear. And, and also from immaturity, you know, lack of experience or whatnot. And when I think about what got me through 
the most challenging moments, like the moments where I cried in the shower because I definitely had those moments, the moments where I cried to my husband, you know, and didn't know how I was going to show up the next day feeling confident or even pretending to feel confident. So many of those moments were defined by the women that were my my mentors, my friends, my my leaders at work, you know, just women that that pushed me and that also were there to catch me. And so I think it's just so important as as women to to be that for each other, to catch each other, to nudge each other forward. Um, and so that was really my why. So I'd been thinking about doing a podcast for like a year before you brought up the idea. And I even remember this when I was going through my coach training. I don't think I ever told you this story, but when I was going through my coach training in early 2019, um, we were doing these group exercises to practice coaching. And, and it was this group exercise where like different people took turns coaching one person. And I was that one person. And so the first question was, you know, okay, so so what do you want to work on? You know, what, what, what are we coaching you on? And I said, I want to start a podcast. That was the thing that I wanted to be coached on. Because in my heart, I just knew that that could be a really powerful forum to reach women far and wide. You know, women, not just from corporate, but from all different sectors, doing different types of work that at the end of the day, want to make an impact. Impact is one of my top five values. And so, so I want to make an impact and I want to help women that want to make an impact. And so, so in that moment, I got coached on, on how to launch a podcast, you know, why that was important to me and all that. But even leaving that, I still felt like, like it wasn't a journey that I wanted to do by myself. And so I didn't. I didn't launch the podcast. I got busy doing other things. And then, you know, time passed. And when you approached the idea or when you brought up the idea, I think I was in a moment in my life where I was ready, where I was ready to really do something, not just think about it and dream about it. And not only that, I felt in that instant, like sometimes you just know your gut tells you, you got to, you know, I was like, this is the person. This is a person that will make sure that I don't go through this alone. And the reason for that was that you, as someone that I've admired and learned from and worked with and seen you in action at work, like you are so authentic and so true to who you are. And you're also not afraid about talking about the difficult things. Like it's so easy to be like, oh, my career is amazing and all the great, amazing things that I'm doing. And it takes real vulnerability and real courage to say, I've had these experiences and they're not pretty, but it's important to talk about them. And it's important that other people know that they're not alone. And so you had brought up, you know, different things that you were going through to me. And I was so honored that you opened up to me in the way you did. And, and by doing that, I was able to see what a beautiful soul you have, really, um, and that you're not afraid to to share that with the world. Aww. And on top of that, you're, you're, also, very, cry. you're also very <laughs> smart, you know, you're one of the <laughs> smartest people that I know. And so when you're doing a podcast, it requires a lot of work, as we both have learned. It does. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And you don't want to do with someone that isn't willing to figure things out. And you're very right. good at figuring things out. And so there were a lot of reasons. Thank you. I was like, yeah, Natalie's Lots the person. Yeah. Aww, she's my podcast that was, soulmate. <laughs> that's so amazing. I feel the same about you. And 
I really have to echo the, I don't want to do this alone because first of all, amazing that you had the idea and it was a seed planted in your brain from years ago. I think that's so cool. And similarly, this is something that I've always wanted to do, but I had no idea for the longest time. What about like, what do I have to contribute (laughs) to the world? Many things, (laughs) (laughs) but it did. It just felt super right when we were at that restaurant talking about it. And I remember being so nervous to pitch it to you. I was like, if she says no, that's fine. I'll have to find somebody else. But I just, I have a feeling. I, I think I know that she's going to say yes because I think she's the right person. But I was still so nervous. Yeah. But and here we like, are today. <laughs> here we are today. I also remember you saying, or talking about experiences where you've launched something with someone mm-hmm. and that's damaged the relationship. And that's right. something that I took very seriously thinking about, like, you know, does it make sense to, you know, do I w- want to risk that? But I mm-hmm. felt like given our relationship that we already had up until that point and given who I know you to be, I I knew and know that no matter what, the friendship is, is comes first. You know, the friendship is intact mm-hmm. and, this, and the podcast is is this cherry on top, this amazing cherry on top with whipped cream. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. It's the extension of the relationship. Exactly. That, yeah. That and that we're able to have some really great conversations. I mean, I have had four-hour yes. lunches with you multiple times <laughs> that started out as like, let's just catch up for 30 minutes. <laughs> Am I right? We both can talk. <laughs> yes. It's a skill we both have. In, so it's not a four-hour episode, but... Yes, we're working on that. We're there's few people, on. I think, in life where you can just talk so openly and and just be yourself, you know, and, and feel like there's this back and forth gift that you just are are playing off of with one another, if that makes sense. And, and you're yeah. definitely one of those oh, people. Yeah. yeah, for me. Super rare. Definitely yeah. super rare. And I think it's I think it's so funny how you and I found each other. And I think we can hit into that a little bit because we didn't ever really work directly with one another. That's right. You just kind of kept popping up into my life. I'm running into <laughs> you at the office. Yeah. Hey, I mean, in, an, in our, um, our world, we don't often go into the office. True. So we were mm-hmm. usually, you know, flying who knows where, you know, into different cities during the week. But I just remember running into you for various things, helping you out when I was off of, a, <laughs> off of a project one time. And that's when I really started to get to know you. And then I so vividly remember it was in the office and I think you were, yeah, you were just walking by me and I'm like, oh my gosh, Carla, hey. And you told me all about your casita and that you oh, and yeah. Noah we just moved in, were I going think. to, yeah, or going we were to going buy to your casita yeah. and you were getting ready to do it. And I was just fascinated by your change in lifestyle. I was like, this is the coolest person I think I've ever met. I need to know more. (laughs) And then we started having like weekly calls. Yeah. I think soon thereafter. Yeah. I remember a particular call um, and we were in Prescott in the National Forest and we hadn't talked in a while. And you called me or texted me and said, hey, I really need to talk to someone. And, And we ended up in true Natalie Carla fashion, turning like a 20, 30 minute talk into like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, an hour and a half. Like we just talked and talked. (laughs) And that was, I remember coming back to the camper after that call and just 
like telling Noah, like, I really, I really like Natalie. Like, I really Aww. love that girl. Like, I want to talk to her more. I want to spend more time with her. And then after that, every time I came back to Dallas, we would have very, very long lunches and yeah, get together. Yeah. The best. So, okay. So, I'm going to move us flash forward or move us more into the future forward. from those initial chats. And... Okay, so you and I know that as we started this podcast, probably the b- biggest challenge that we had, and this might be true for other people starting businesses, the biggest obstacle that we had was naming the podcast. We spent, it must have been two months, maybe more, probably months. more, yeah, thinking about months. brainstorming together, brainstorming on our own, asking family, doing research online, running surveys. Like, we did it all. <laughs> Putting putting words together, doing little <laughs> pod, um, posted brainstorm. I mean, gosh, what did we not do? And then we did one day, so much. and then one day, you <laughs> either texted me or maybe it was on the phone, and you said, "I just came up with it. I, I know what it is." And you said it successful. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yes!" Like it just—we we both knew that it would feel right. Like it would be mm-hmm. a feeling, not just a logical agreement. And right. we both had the feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm so curious because I've never asked you this is how did, how did you come up with that? It's so simple. Okay. It is so simple, but it That's was so the good. most complicated thing. Like yeah. you said, I mean, we had the vision for this podcast and we had episodes laid out and, you know, content ready to talk about, but finding that dang name the was dang name. the dang name. We used some choice words for that name because we just couldn't we couldn't find it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I, I think you summarized it pretty good, but we both knew that nothing was feeling right and we would have the feeling that it was clicking into place and that it felt good um, mm-hmm. when we had it. And we just couldn't get to that point. But I have a lot of my really good ideas when I'm on a run or on a walk. And when I'm just listening to music that has no words in it. So I think that's part of the brain. You put you in that mode of your brain where it's able to relax and process information. You know, you have great ideas when you're like in the shower. Mm-hmm. And I remember just for months writing down ideas on like a note on my phone when, <laughs> when I was on these walks or runs. And I would send them to you, and you're we're kind of like, oh, I don't know about that one. But it was just randomly on one of these, on one of these runs that I had that thought um, of, I don't think I've heard of a podcast called Successful. Yeah, like full we, stop. That was always our second step. Is whenever an idea felt a little bit right, was okay. Mm-hmm. Is it taken? And more often than not, yes, somebody had already they called were. some podcast or a book or something mm-hmm. that name. But shockingly, successful. Yeah was not used. It wasn't taken. No. I mean, there was like and, how to run a successful podcast, but that's not at all mm-hmm. what this podcast is about. Right. And so was, yeah. um, I think you're right. The looking, like you think you have this great idea and then you look online and you're just heartbroken that it's already taken or a form of it that's way too close to your idea is already taken. And so this was just one of those serendipitous moments where it just worked out. And I looked, I went home, looked it up. I think you looked it up while I after right after I had texted you and you're like, it's it's available. I can't believe that it's available. Yeah. Um, but the inspiration behind the name 
is more so about it's it's a little tongue in cheek actually because I feel like successful the word in general when it's tied to your career or your life there's a very um, standard vision of what that looks like um, I think in our Western culture you have a job you climb the rungs of that job you reach a certain point you get the clout you know you make the money and then what right? And so there's this very typical stepping stone, I guess, of a career that is defined as successful, making money, pleasing your bosses, you know, status quo. But in this world that we live in, there are so many different ways to define success beyond that, beyond what was successful for our parents or grandparents. And I just think that, um, it's an interesting time to be a working person and especially a working female in the world because we have so many options. Um, we can work from home. We can have a family. We can you know, be yoga teachers and on the road as campers and owning our own businesses. And how do we want to feel at the end of the day? And that question is at the root of what does successful mean for me? And I think we want to ask that question of everybody and to go deep and try to understand what success means to you individually, not the version of success that has been fed to you by society or groomed into you by your parents or your siblings or things that you've seen on TV. It's how do you want to feel at the end of the day? What do you want to accomplish? And then how do you define success from that? And so that's the root of the name. I love the the tongue in cheek aspect of it, yeah. Um, because I think you're you're absolutely right. You know, success is can be this idea that is predefined, that many of us are are taught. Uh, you know, when you many of us learn what success is, um, and that definition is changing. It's ever changing, and it's a very individual, personal definition. But we don't always question it you know we we tend to because of because we learn it when we were young or we learn it from the media or whatever you know we're we think that we need to aspire to meet these external demands or external expectations and we don't stop to think about okay what what does success really mean to me and so that that really is is also why we we talk about this show as being a show about real real life women at work you know real meaning individuals who have individual stories and individual aspirations and different things that they love and things that they fear and and they're complex human beings. And so I'm particularly excited about having these conversations with you, but also hearing about real women, right? Like I don't see this as a, let's bring these women who have figured it all out and they're perfect and look at them, they are making (laughs) millions of dollars. Right, there's shows for that, and and mm-hmm. it's great to listen to those shows, sure. But I also think that there's a lot to be said for having women that are are just real, you know, and they're like you and me, and they don't have it all figured out, and and but they're but they're finding their passion and they're finding their their true why, and um and asking themselves what does success mean for me, and going forth, 
according to that definition versus this definition that has just been ingrained in our minds since since we've been young, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just really excited um, to, to explore that with you. And I also think that it's going to be really important for us to, to be challenging that, that Mm -hmm. definition. You know, I think that it's easy like for me to sometimes fall back to, to thinking that success is this one thing and just remind myself that at the end of the day, success needs to be grounded in love. Um, yeah. Love, not fear. Because mm-hmm. for me, the definition that I've always had about success is very much ha- having to do with with fear, like the not being good enough, you know, the should have, could have, have tos, all those things. Um, but when we really root it in, in love, then we can really find who we really are and what's really important to us. So that's, yeah, that's what's that's driving beautifully me, said. I think. Yeah. Thanks. And I, I really <laughs> love um, the idea that we're challenging these, you know, pre-ingrained ideas of success and opening the door to show our listeners that there are other ways that other paths you can go down. And I think s- telling stories is a really powerful way to open up somebody's eyes that, you know, if you're unhappy on your path, there's a different way. And there are people who have paved the road. You just haven't heard their stories yet. Um, And I think it's going to be a really fun journey that we're going to go on. I don't think it. I know it. I know it. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. We have some exciting content coming up, some really amazing women that are joining us over the next few months to share their stories of how they are living their own definition of success. Um, so this is going to be a fun ride. I'm excited to go on it with you. I am. I I wouldn't have done it with any other person. Same here. I know. Same here. This, this has turned into like a love letter <laughs> to each other and I am all about it. <laughs> yes. So Natalie, as our resident marketing expert, how can people learn more about us? So we have a website, SuccessfulThePodcast.com, where you can go and read all about us, all about our episodes, and you can find us wherever you find podcasts. And we're on Instagram at SuccessfulThePod. So we hope to see you there. See you there. And catch you on the next you episode. Next time. Bye, Carla. Bye, Natalie. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Successful. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at SuccessfulThePod. See you next time.